Hello, fellow Rebel Capitals. Hope you're well. So I don't know if you've heard about this, but we are suffering from a massive diesel shortage. This is turning into a crisis and prices could skyrocket as a result. Now, not all prices, but specific prices such as food, the thing that you actually need to survive. Uh, I've said for a long time on this channel, we're going into this weird world of inflationary deflation. And what I mean by that is the prices, the stuff that you really need are going up, going up very, very quickly, while the price of the stuff that you don't need really going down. So on net balance, I think that's worse for the average Joe and Jane. But let's get into this story from, I believe, Bloomberg. Yes, Bloomberg. Diesel supply strains deepen while trucking demand recovers in the United States. They say it's recovering, but when you get into the article, they say, yeah, it's kind of recovering. Not really, though. And there's just one quote from this economist that actually works for a trucking company. So I, I don't know if it's it's recovering to that extent. But what we're seeing is diesel prices skyrocket, not necessarily because of the demand side of the equation, but because the supply side of the equation. And it is true that these diesel prices are an input cost for pretty much every single thing you buy. Now, so food prices can go up. Now, it doesn't mean that overall inflation can go up long term because unless velocity really, really increases, which I don't know why it would, people need more money. Because if it's just food prices going up, that's the stuff you need. Therefore, you're going to have to rob Peter to pay Paul, something that we talk about on the channel all the time. But that doesn't mean that food prices themselves can't go up and up and up and up and up, which is what we could see happening. Now, I think the reprieve here would, ironically, be a recession that would decrease demand down to a level where the constraint on supply wouldn't impact overall prices too significantly. But let's go through this article, check it out, try to connect some dots here at the end. So the first thing, let's see here, domestic freight demand is on the rise after touching a seven-month low in April. Industry figures in April. Okay, this is a recent article. This is from uh, September 13. Okay, so I want to make sure there real quick. Construction projects fostered by Biden stimulus programs are, there you go, unintended consequences of government spending. Who would have thunk? <laughs> Say it ain't so. What? Unintended consequences from government spending? Man, I, I can't believe that. <laughs> oh, geez. It, it wouldn't be funny if it wasn't so predictable, right? All right. Fostered by President Joe Biden's stimulus program also are boosting use of diesel-powered truck fleets. And hat tip to the old Austrians here watching this perfect example of a misallocation of resources. Moving on. That means diesel consumption is set to rise at a time when domestic fuel stockpiles are languishing. at The second lowest seasonal level since 2000. Jeez. Wow. And that wasn't a good sign either. Because what happened right after 2000? That was the dot-com bust and recession. First thing I highlighted, diesel is so deeply embedded within manufacturing transport that its cost permeates the supply chain. And a price squeeze would almost certainly point to broader inflationary pressures in everything from groceries to electronics. And 
th- again, this is true. This is absolutely true, but it can't that you can't sustain that for too long. You've got to have some prices going up, and over the long run, assuming that there's not an s- increase in money supply growth, and we see credit contracting right now, by the way, or a massive increase in velocity, which we don't see that happening either. Uh, the, the people are going to have to start choosing what they buy because their incomes just aren't going up fast enough. So in this scenario, I would assume people are going to choose groceries over electronics. And therefore you're going to see a lot of the, you're going to see a lot of pricing pressure on electronics. Those margins are going to be squeezed to the point where if their input costs aren't going down, what happens? The business goes bust. And then that creates higher unemployment that creates less purchasing power. And that's why it's very hard for just one input like diesel to create overall inflation, consumer price inflation, over long periods of time. But that's not to say that it can't increase the pricing of certain things over long periods of time, or it can't increase prices of a lot of things over the short run. And it says diesel futures have surged 50% in four months. Let's give a quick, quick little uh, golf clap to Joe Biden right there. And also let's acknowledge the power and the positive impact that the Inflation Reduction Act has had. I mean, wow. Think about that. The Inflation Reduction Act is so good that it increased diesel prices by 50% over the last four months. Now, if that's not reducing inflation, I don't know what is. <laughs> it is, you know, Ron Paul just absolutely pegged it when he said, all you have to do to find out the result or what the results will be of a government program, just look at the title and I can assure you the results will be the opposite of that. <laughs> It's just, it just happens over and over and over again. Ah, geez. The Reflation Inflation Reduction Act. Diesel prices up 50%. (laughs) Oh, man. Hey, guys, I want to remind you to check out Rebel Capitalist Pro. This is the incredible online investment forum that I have with investment experts, Lynn Alden and Chris McIntosh. It includes professionals such as Patrick Serezna from Macro Voices. He specializes in options. Tony Greer, commodity trading. Jason Hartman, real estate. And Brent Johnson with Macro Economics. If you want to build wealth and thrive in this world of -of out-of-control central banks, and big governments, Rebel Capitalist Pro is the resource you need. So check it out today at georgegammon.com forward slash pro. That's georgegammon.com forward slash pro. We'll see you inside with the fellow Rebel Capitalists that are taking their investing to the next level. Next Highlight here. Diesel supply tightness and the U.S. compounds, a looming shortage around the world. So, I mean, this is so when we're talking about this impacting food prices, as an example, which it most likely will, uh, this is not 
a problem that's exclusive to the United States. This is a problem that is, is global here. The OPEC Alliance decision to extend output limits is forcing refiners to use different types of crude, a switch that JP Morgan estimates estimates is cutting fuel yields by as much as 1 million barrels a day. So they're having to use more, which is creating artificial demand, which is making, making the price go up higher than it otherwise would, even when you're considering the shortage on the supply side, the natural shortages on the supply side. And, you know, this is another great example as to why I'm so bullish on commodities over the long run. Because not only do you have these supply constraints, these supply shortages, but they're likely going to get worse. Why? Because of ESG. Again, thank you, government. Thank you, thank you, thank you for making us all drive electronic cars or electric cars that will put a, a massive burden, an unbearable burden on our, our grid so therefore, we'll have these rolling blackouts like a third world country. And on top of that, uh, you're not reducing the price of oil and other things like energy. Uh, you're increasing the price. I mean, only a government program, only politicians could create this many unintended consequences. At the end of the day, you have to ask yourself, well, maybe the consequences are intended, not unintended. Now, there was one part here where they, I thought they specifically talked about food prices. Here we go. At risk are farmers who need diesel to harvest crops and homeowners who rely on its sister fuel, heating oil, to get through the winter. So it's not just a supply shortage in diesel that's creating a potential crisis here. It's that the, the diesel is needed by the farmers who need to harvest the crops to begin with. We're not even talking about shipping the crops from the farmers to the grocery stores. The problem happens way earlier in the supply chain that most people don't even recognize. And then to add insult to injury, you have homeowners that will be competing for uh, probably the source material for diesel, which I'm assuming is heating oil, which is why they're bringing it up, which will put further pressure, upward pressure on prices. There you go, man, just, this is why whenever I look at government spending, I always look at it as an economic distortion that you can have short-term benefits. Sure. I grant you that, but over the long run, it's just, it's, it's like that heroin addict doing more and more and more heroin. That's never going to be a good thing on net balance. And we can see it playing out right in front of our eyes with now this diesel crisis uh, that is leading, well, might likely lead to skyrocketing food prices as a result of many things. But one of the contributing factors is the Inflation Reduction Act, ironically enough. All right, guys, enjoy the rest of your afternoon. As always, make sure that you're standing up for freedom, liberty, free market, capitalism. See you on the next video.